they get so caught up in doing the wrong things just for their own gain that it's very important for them to step back and look at what their consequences are, even though it doesn't affect them maybe directly. Um, it's causing hurt to the world and to other people, and they need to think about that. Psychological studies show that human decision-making is naturally impacted more by vivid, tangible, contemporaneous factors than by factors that are removed in time and space. For example, people are more moved by relatively minor injuries to their family, friends, neighbors, and even pets than they are by the starvation of millions of people abroad. This tendency we have to give greater value to the tangible over the abstract can cause problems that have real ethical dimensions. It's more impactful to see something right in front of you. It physically affects you. Um, if you see a cat get hit, a dog get hit. With an animal or a dog or something, they come home to them and they see them and they interact with them on a daily basis and that causes them to feel things for, you know, that dog, but not for the children of the people who are like committing suicide in these, in these factories under terrible working conditions. Consider a corporate CFO who realizes that if he does not sign false financial statements, the company's stock price will immediately plummet. Not only will his firm's reputation be seriously damaged today, but employees whom he knows and likes may well lose their jobs tomorrow. Those losses are vivid and immediate. On the other hand, to fudge the numbers will visit a loss, if at all, mostly upon a mass of nameless faceless investors sometime off in the future. Perhaps unconsciously, the CFO will feel substantial pressure to go ahead and fudge the numbers to protect against immediate and tangible losses. If I had to, to tell a small lie, I would think about it far more if it were going to affect a friend of mine because that was going to, I would see the effects of that rather than see the effects on an, uh, somebody else. I'd be more apt to do it about the stranger because I wouldn't understand the impacts to that person as intimately. Yeah, I would more likely affect a stranger than a friend, for sure. Sociologist Robert Jackal studied in detail the inner workings of a corporation in his book, Moral Mazes. Jackal interviewed a manager of a chemical company. When the manager was faced with a choice between putting a chemical in water that would kill 20 people out of a million versus spending 25 million of the company's money to spare those lives, he said, is it worth it to spend that much money? I don't know how to answer that question as long as I'm not one of those 20 people, as long as those people can't be identified, as long as they're not specific people, it's okay to put the chemical in the water. Isn't that strange? The decision was handed down to shut down the headquarters office. And so I and all of my coworkers who were there in the office the day they made the announcement were extremely upset. People had built their lives, their careers here. When I would talk to some of my friends who were out in these satellite offices, who I've also liked, enjoyed, and spent many years with them, they didn't seem to care less. To them, it was out of sight, out of mind. So to them, even though there were 300 people affected in this office, as long as their office of five was OK, they didn't seem to think much of it. Psychologist Max Bazerman and Ann Tenbrunson tell the story of a Goldman Sachs employee who blew the whistle on a late trading scandal 
that allowed certain favored clients to trade to the detriment of most of Goldman's average clients. The Goldman Sachs employee had originally viewed victims of the practice as part of a nameless, faceless business. She said, in this business, that's how you look at it. You don't look at it with a face. But when her own sister asked for investing advice for her 401k, suddenly the whistleblower saw things differently. I saw one face, my sister's face, and then I saw the faces of everyone whose only asset was a 401k. At that point, I felt the need to try and make the regulators look into these abuses. Maybe this is tangential, but uh, I also was reading another paper recently where the author, who's a very uh, prominent legal scholar, wrote a paper um, describing the differing um, uh, attitudes and reactions the United States government has taken towards the threat of climate change and the threat of terrorism. In short, his, his uh, reasoning was that the U.S. has taken more robust action on combating terrorism because, you know, a circumstance did happen in uh, America that shook, you know, the whole nation. I mean, everyone became aware of that. Climate change still exists as a abstract threat, and only occasionally do we have some event which we might be able to attribute to it. Growing up, when you hear about certain tragedies, um, uh, even if they're in the U.S., uh, they may not resonate as much with you. But, for instance, now that I have kids, um, when the shooting in Connecticut just happened, you know, that was something that, you know, a few years ago may not have impacted me as much. Just the mere fact that I know I have kids and I want them to be safe and I want to see them when I come home again, um, it, it makes you think about things like that a little bit more. These are just a couple of examples of the tangible and the abstract at work. And often, it's not a pretty picture. Working inside big corporate bureaucracies often causes people to feel largely separated from the consequences of their decisions. Likewise, working in global or multinational corporations with offices all around the world can also cause people to feel that they're not responsible for the impact of their decisions. But just because we can't vividly perceive the impact of our decisions on those around us, it doesn't mean that there isn't one. To be ethical, we must look to the horizon and beyond when making business decisions. I think it's a matter of being, or having empathy, um, trying to develop that in, your, in yourself. So you have to remember what you value and then also remember all the things that you can't see. Making it personal for people that if they take an action, what that impact will be. Planting that seed and, and having them understand that their actions do affect people whether they see it or not. Teasing out and explaining how that decision actually does come back to affect you and these are the reasons why. So I, th I think that it's important for us to draw relationships w with each other besides just nationality, race, and things like that. I think it's important for us to, to express the relationship that we have just being all humans. <laughs>